Not sure if many of you know, but we do have a virtual tier within the Design Coven, virtual pro member tier, which includes three virtual meetings a month where we set intentions. We do group coaching. So bring all your questions. We answer those questions and you get to learn from other people going through the same struggles as you. We also do a business practice meeting. So we'll have somebody on to share a business practice that we can all benefit from. And then we also do a product training. So getting a sustainable, eco-friendly line to come on and share who they are so that we can be supported with other like-minded businesses. And if you're not quite ready for pro, you can always join our free community where you will connect with other like-minded holistic interior designers. You don't have to be an interior designer if you are kind of just dabbling or you're aspiring or you're looking into this field. We invite everybody from all journeys and you don't, again, have to be a designer. You don't have to have a degree. We're just a beautiful community of like-minded people looking to create healing spaces, not just for ourselves, but for our clients and future clients. Come join us at designcoven.com forward slash join. You're listening to the Holistic Interior Design Business Podcast. This is a podcast that guides you as a new or inspiring independent interior designer navigating your entrepreneurial path. Here with my over 20 years experience, I will share my holistic approach to design with intention and ancient practices, including feng shui, all incorporating mind, body, and spirit into my design projects. You will also learn from seasoned interior designers as they give strategies and insight of how they built their businesses and continue to work in the field. Together, we will discover supportive trade partners, new ideas, creatives, and inspiring artists from around the world. I'm your host, Rachel Lorraine Crawford. Hello, and welcome back to the Holistic Interior Design Business Podcast. We are on episode 103. This is the episode all about the Discovery Call Blueprint, a proven framework for interior design success. I'm talking to you all about the discovery call and giving you a beautiful framework for conducting your discovery call so that you can hone in on your ideal client. You save time and the client's money by getting you in alignment with your ideal client that is situated perfectly between the both of you. So making sure that the alignment is there. Before we get started, I'm going to go ahead and light our candle and pull a card of course so connecting with that beautiful fire energy uh creativity connection all those good things and i'm pulling from my rider weight coleman smith deck we tried and true let's see what we've got here for today's energy reading tarot reading what do we need to know oh we've got the knight of pentacles this is one of my favorite cards because it reminds me to ground. It reminds me to go slow and it reminds me to take my time. So this is a process, um, just like anything else, our businesses are a process and it's about taking things slowly, being really intentional. Don't rush through anything. Um, don't force anything. So really sit with it within your body, make sure it feels good and move one step at a time, slow and steady. All right. So first off, what is a discovery call? A discovery call is the first connection once you receive a lead. Um, it's that 
meeting that you have in order to discover whether or not you are a good fit with this potential client and also so that that client can see if you are a good fit for them. This is a meeting to really get to know the client, understand their personality, understand their needs, their preferences, and their styles. This is an opportunity for you to ask your questions. It's also an opportunity for the client to ask you questions. This is one of the most important meetings ever when you're connecting with a potential interior design client. Um, it really is going to be the determining factor whether or not you take the relationship to the next step. So I wanted to give you um, some tips for a successful discovery call session um, because these can go bad real fast or you might just get into a situation that you're not prepared for um, and the client just kind of takes over and starts asking you design advice, which is not what this call is all about. So tip number one, you really wanna make sure that you are setting dedicated days and times to do these calls. And the reason I say that is because you don't wanna be out on a house call or out shopping, and then all of a sudden you have a discovery call that you've got in the middle of the afternoon and you're kind of just thrown off. And then you've got another appointment right after that with maybe uh, you know, another client that you're in the middle of a remodel with. So you wanna really make sure that you're intentional about being present. It's super important to dedicate that time. So for me in particular, I will do my discovery calls on Tuesdays. Tuesdays are my days to be in my office, to be on my computer, to do any virtual uh, meetings so that I'm in that right mindset. Um, and if you're taking all these discovery calls, you're gonna be on fire. You're gonna feel lit. You're gonna be in the mood. You're gonna be in the zone to really showcase who you are. So make sure that you're creating a dedicated day. It could be a couple days. It could be, you know, a Monday, Wednesday, Friday from nine to 10. That's when you do your calls. Um, so just be really diligent as far as what that looks like and stick to it. Um, second, number two, in order to accomplish this is you're going to want to um, engage with a program like Calendly um, that can uh, book your discovery calls in an automated way so that you're not going back and forth with a potential client trying to figure out a day and time because that's just a waste of everybody's time. So I like to use Calendly. It's super easy. You can connect the link into your website. I know House also has a program that you can book um, a discovery call within theirs, within their program to connect with your own personal calendar. Uh, but use something. You don't want to be the person in between. It's just a huge waste of everyone's time and it can get really frustrating when you're just going back and forth just to get discovery call. So use a program so that it's all automated and it's all set up. So then it's like, okay, Tuesdays between nine and 12, I take my calls um, and it's, it's programmed so that no one can schedule a Monday or a Wednesday or any other day besides that Tuesday between nine and 12. So it's super, super easy, less stress. Uh, number three, you want to gather as much information from the potential client as you can within that booking link. So you might want to get a budget from them, get a timeline, get their style preferences, any specific needs or challenges that they're going through. And if they have worked with an interior designer, what their experience was so that you have a bit of a, uh, a lay of the land before going into this call so that you can do a little bit of research. 
Um, maybe even ask, you know, what type of a project is this? Is this residential? Is it a commercial space? Are we doing a remodel? Are we just doing a refresh? So getting a lot of that information through the calendar link when they book, it's going to really set you up for success. And also that's going to ask your budget question, right? And you could even put, you know, frames of, you know, five to 10 grand or 10 to 25, 25 to 50, or not sure. Um, so just make sure that you are gathering information so that you're prepared. Number four is you really want to set an agenda for this call. So what I like to do is have a list of more questions, more clarifying questions based on the answers that they gave you when they signed up so that you can get into the nitty gritty with them and really find out the scope of the project. And if you are a pro member, I am creating a template for all of you for a successful discovery call. So it's going to have your questions that you should be asking. It'll have your agenda. Um, so everything's set up for you. So that's going to be available for pro members uh, within the design coven. Tip number five, you want to set a time limit for this call. You don't want it to go more than 20 minutes max. I usually try to keep these at 15 minutes. That's a really good amount of time just to get the information. You don't want this to lead on half an hour, hour, where then all of a sudden you're giving away into your design advice. That's not what this call is about. So even when you're booking the call, you might want to put a little note in there and have them check off. I acknowledge this is not a design consultation. It's a discovery call to make sure that we are a good fit and to assess our needs and make sure that we're in alignment on this project. Tip number six, you want to listen actively. We spoke about this on the previous episode, being really present. So make sure that all distractions are turned off, that you're completely present with this client. Um, and if that means grounding before the meeting, lighting a candle, creating, you know, some sort of a ritual so that you can get into that frame of work so that you're totally, totally present and dedicated um, with that potential client because they can tell when you're distracted or you're not listening. And the last thing you want to do is to make them feel like they're not being seen or they're not being listened to or heard. Okay. Tip number seven, you really want to be transparent, be transparent about who you work best with, what type of projects you work on, uh, your process. So this is the time to talk about your process, talk about your packages and your services. So one thing I forgot to mention um, before doing this discovery call is that you really need to have clarity over how you work, what are your services, what are your packages, what um, is your price point for projects because you don't want to go into this and you start talking about your process or how you work and you're all over the place. You really want to be clean and clear, super simple about the way you operate because then that sets the precedent for how you're going to show up in this design project. So, you know, letting them know this is a, a qualifying feature. Uh, being upfront with them on pricing is, is huge. That's going to weed them out right away if they're not in alignment with um, you and what you have to offer. And again, you're going to want to share your process. So if you're the type of designer that does everything on your own, you don't go shopping with the client, you, you know, gather information, you present um, product to them and you're a full service. So you do all the purchasing, you handle everything. You want to make sure that you're telling that up front because if someone's coming in, that's kind of a DIY person that just wants some design advice and wants the designer to pick something, but then they want to do the legwork. 
but you don't do that, you want to make sure that you're saying that up front because then that's going to kind of nip that one in the butt and then you can move on um, and get the clients that you're looking for. And then that person can then look for a designer that is going to be better suited for their needs. And you can always refer them to another interior designer. There's so many designers and I'm sure that all of you know other people. And if you're in the design coven, you know the other designers and you kind of get a sense of their personality. So then you can start referring people that aren't a fit for you. Um, so number eight is about setting expectations. Again, um, letting them know what you can do and what you cannot do. So if somebody's bringing a project to you and you know that it is not in your wheelhouse, be very upfront with them um, and let them know the work that you can do. And then also, you know, talking about time frame, giving them the real about, you know, time frame, how long things are taking, uh, things being on back order, just being real with them upfront and letting them know, you know, also if their budget is realistic or not. Or if it's not realistic with the type of vendors and uh, manufacturers that you work with so that they're not you know being falsely led in another direction number nine is all about taking notes and better yet i always record my discovery call sessions because i do them on zoom so hit the record button get it recorded because you can then use their verbiage their language um, when you are creating your proposal when you're writing um, descriptions of the work that you're providing so that you're on the same page. And you can also watch that video again, really tap into what their pain points are. Um, so it's just a beautiful way of being present because knowing that if you don't have to take so many notes and that it's being recorded, you can really be there with the client and then maybe take some notes afterward and rewatch the video. And then number 10 is our last piece. If everything feels good, um, they are a project that you can work with. They're in a style that you like, um, your personalities jive and the pricing seems like there's no sweat. You've given them examples of pricing or where your packages are. Um, then I will let them know that we can go ahead and schedule a house call for me to come out, do a measure, go over the questionnaire. I'll send you the design proposal and the request for your deposit. And they're like, yep, sweet, send it over. You can email it, schedule that appointment. You're good to go. If the project is one that is something that you haven't quite done before because it's a bigger scope project or there's more sort of components, then I, and, and everything feels good, like pricing feels good, um, personality, the stuff, all that, then I might make another house. I might make the first house call just so that I can go out and get a better scope of the project so I can give a better proposal. Um, and then you also need to determine if you want to do flat rate, you know, or hourly, however you work. And again, I'm letting them know, okay, you know, we're on good terms. This feels right. I would love to see this project in person. There's so many facets and, and parts and pieces that I feel like I need to get my head around uh, by being there in person. Let's schedule a call for me to come out and take a look at the project so that I can give you a better idea of what this is going to cost for design services. And I let them know that this is not a interior design consultation. Um, it's really just for me to gather information. I won't be giving any design advice on this call. So you're setting that up up front so that they know that they're not, you're not there for them to just ask all, all the questions. Um, and then at the end of everything, if it's not the right client, usually they will kind of, you know, give you the, the signs of, oh, you know, let me talk to my partner or yeah, that's a bit more out of our budget or I need to think about it. 
then you can kind of be like, okay, no problem, you know, go ahead and think about it. Or if they want to move forward with you, but you're not feeling it's right, then you can let them know that you need to get back to them, look at your schedule, um, you know, give them a, a price. So you might even want to bump up that price even more if it's something that's not right, or just be upfront with them and let them know, you know, currently, I don't have the capacity to take on a project like this, or, you know, this project is a bit too small for what I'm used to, or what we're looking at bringing on. Um, or, you know, we have a six month lead time before we take on any new projects. So kind of just leading them, um, letting them down softly is always nice, but just being upfront and authentic and, and true to them as far as whether or not that project is a fit, or you can even just say, you know, the style of the project really isn't in our wheelhouse. We don't work in that particular style. You know, I can give you a suggestion of somebody who does, or your project is too small, or, you know, just being upfront, I feel like is, is really the best way to let them down. Um, but yeah, if you have any questions, again, I'm always open. Feel free to connect with me. Um, and pro members, you will be getting that discovery call blueprint um, in your membership. So look forward to connecting with all of you then. Alrighty, until next time, I will see you soon and happy designing. You've been listening to the Holistic Interior Design Business Podcast. If it's one that you have been enjoying, please share with anyone else that you think can benefit from this knowledge and leave us a five-star review that helps us get seen and found by other new and aspiring interior designers. And if you're looking for mentorship, I invite you to join our club here at the Design Coven. It's a bridge between school and real life interior design. We get in much deeper there. We have virtual and in-person events. So everyone is welcome. You don't need to have a design degree to be part of it. Just an interest in holistic interior design. I also want to thank our editor, Marcy Ferry, Blake Ferris, for all of her special help with the podcast, our social media posts, newsletter, and lastly, Kinseth Thibodeau, who is our music composer. Until next time, be well, and we will see each other soon.